Hi, I'm John Nordby, and this is HXTV, championing Houston's innovators and entrepreneurs. Brought to you by PKF Texas, the CPAs and advisors to Houston's innovators for over 15 years. My guest today is Samantha Lewis, director of the Goose Society. Samantha, Hi, welcome to the show. John, thank you. How are you? Excellent. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Excellent. So tell us all about the Goose Society. Yeah, so the Goose Society is an investment group based here in Houston. The Goose Society stands for Grand Order of Successful Entrepreneurs. It okay. is made up of all very highly successful people. So they either started or ran highly successful organizations from Rod Canyon with Compact Computers to Jack Gill, Silicon Valley Venture Capitalist, to now one of our newest members, Jeff Smizek, who is former CEO of Continental Airlines and then United Airlines. Yeah. We've invested $47 million in early stage venture capital companies. We have 10.5 million of that was deployed last year, 9 million the year before. So activity has really ramped up wow, the yeah. past few years. We take very active roles in the companies we do invest in. So we have a board seat on 80% of our portfolio companies. We like to lead deals. Mm -hmm. And our average first check-in is $1.2 million. And so you use the term investment group. How, what does yeah. that mean? It's really interesting where I think we fit into the ecosystem, especially here in Houston. So like I said, since our first check-in is 1.2 million, we lead the deals, we take board seats, and we usually reserve a lot of capital for follow-on as well. Mm. So what does that sound like? That sounds a bit more like a VC fund, yeah. mm -hmm. but all of our investors still get to say yes or no to each deal. Mm. So now the more and more dollars that we're investing, the more we're starting to look a bit more like a fund because mm -hmm. we take an active portfolio management role. Mm -hmm. It takes certain thresholds for you to become a goose portfolio company, mm -hmm. um, whether that be dollars invested or members invested. Mm -hmm. And so once you hit that, you become a goose company and we actively manage it. And so then we okay. think about everything as a portfolio model. Interesting. And okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. But all the investors still get to say yes or no to each deal. So that's super interesting. So it's almost like you have the structure of an angel group, but with the the follow through and the performance of a venture fund and, and the yeah. ability to write a check like a venture fund. Right. So typically in most angel groups, there has to be a certain number of people that sort of come into the deal. So so tell us how that works. Is it typically voted on? Is there a certain number of members that have to approve the deal or how does that work? For it to actually be considered a Goose Portfolio Company, yes, a certain amount of members have to come on board. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean other members, even if only two are interested, that's mm -hmm. fine. They'll still invest in it, but then we just don't follow it like a portfolio company. Okay. So then it doesn't actually fall under the Goose model anymore. Gotcha. Um, so investors can do what they want with their money. Mm -hmm. So we have six investment meetings a year. During those six investment meetings, they're all day long. They go from like 8 a.m. to 2 or 3 p.m. in the afternoon. We do hour-long pitches with these startups, and we really wow. dig in. We start asking kind of mm -hmm. diligence questions. We follow up with a lot more diligence after that, mm -hmm. and then investors get to say yes or no. And so that's, so, a, that's a really long pitch, right? That's, that's, yeah. that's pretty unique from most angel groups or right. most um, structures like that, right? Yeah. So you yeah. really go deep in those settings. Yeah, and mm. for the most part, in order to get in front of Goose, usually one of the investors already has done a lot of diligence and committed to investing. Okay. Right. Okay. And so it's you already have somebody that's backing the horse mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you just bring them that investor brings them in front of the rest of the members mm -hmm. and then the members ask all of their questions 
and then we follow up with very specific diligence items after that and then we'll usually close the loop with a conference call or another investment meeting to where we do the final commitments. Gotcha and through that process like you mentioned the the members can obviously choose to make an investment if they want to or not. Yeah. What's the threshold for them to actually become a goose company? How many members need to invest? Yeah so that's kind of ever-changing okay. um, as we grow because mm -hmm. we're really having to figure out what that specific target is mm -hmm. but in the past it was at least three members come on board. Okay. And so for the most part, if you get on the Goose Investment meeting agenda, which is very tough to do, mm -hmm. but once you get there, 50% of the time you're going to get investment from Goose, which means at least three or more members. But the average as far as how many Goose members are coming in on each deal, mm -hmm. I don't know that exact number mm -hmm. because it, it is ever changing as some of our members are starting to retire and mm -hmm. we're getting new members mm -hmm. on board, but I would say it's between seven to ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So seven to ten members mm -hmm. come in on pretty much each deal, which is why we're able to get such large checks, like our average one point two million. Yeah. No, and that's seven to ten out of a twenty-four, twenty-five, out of 25, yeah. twenty-five member group. I mean, that's that's a substantial number. Right. That's awesome. So, assuming all seven come in, or, or you mentioned the average of seven come in, do they all come in on equal terms, same term sheets, and yes. things like? Yes. Okay. Definitely the same terms. Okay. So that's another way that. Whoever is leading the deal, which is usually the investor that brought it, mm -hmm. some, sometimes it's different, but we don't need to get into that here, <laughs> but yes. So whoever is leading the deal, they usually lead the negotiations for the term sheet too. And the, mm -hmm. those negotiations mm -hmm. are on behalf of all the Goose investors. So whenever we say we lead a deal, it means Goose is leading a deal, but mm -hmm. the seven members still get to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. Or the 25 get to say yes or no, and then the seven that say yes, mm -hmm. just follow that lead. So the seven come in all on the same terms, are they all coming in with the same investment dollars, the same amount? No, not always. So our average amount that each member puts into a new deal is around 140K. Hmm. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of the average, but the range, the spread is much larger. Gotcha. And of the, of the, um, the grand order of the society, I yes. guess, how, how many of those folks are huge? Are they all Houston folks? They all have a connection to Houston. Okay. So not okay. all of them live here, mm -hmm. but most of them live here. Wow. And we do have pretty deep ties to Houston. Mm -hmm. So for example, Jack, our founder, he's not from Houston, he's mm -hmm. from Lovekin, Texas, and then spent all of his career in Silicon Valley, but wanted to get back to Texas. So nice. uh, yeah. yeah, came back and moved to Houston, chose Houston as a spot, and I was very involved with Rice. Mm -hmm trying to get really involved in the ecosystem, and then that's kind of how Goose was started. Speaking of rice, you guys yeah. do a lot with the rice business plan competition, Yes, right? and it's coming up. So it is coming up, yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell me about that. How did that start, or um, what's sort of the history there, the connection okay. with the rice business plan competition? Yeah, so I have a personal connection too, which is fun, because when I was a business school student at Rice, I was a volunteer the first year, second year I competed in it, and then now I'm an investor. So it's really fun. I've kind of gotten nice. to do yeah, the full, the full circle, life cycle, but yeah. Anyways, I like that note because I love rice, but um, yeah, so Goose. Goose in 2005, a few people got together and decided let's give a, a grand prize at the Rice Business Bank competition. Mm -hmm. So it was $100,000 and they offered as a convertible note to the winner. Okay. And so that's all Goose did until about 2012, 2013. Mm -hmm. And then we started investing more and more as more companies were coming on board, appetite started to grow, mm -hmm. and um, our portfolio began to grow outside of RBPC companies. Mm -hmm. So now 33% of our portfolio comes from Rice Business Bank competition. We have, out of five exits, mm -hmm. four of them have been from RBPC. 
We've wow. invested okay. over $20 million in Rice Business Plan competition companies, mm -hmm. not necessarily just the winners in companies. And um, the value of the current investments that's still open far exceeds that and the amount returned to us wow. already exceeds that. Wow, so that's... Yeah, so there's some really good metrics yeah, there so that, for RBPC. Seems like a really good source of deal flow for, right. for you guys. So exactly. So 33% comes from there. Where's the yeah. other 66% come from? Yeah, so that that is always evolving. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is coming from TMC, mm -hmm. TMCX and JLabs right now. So almost 60% of our portfolio is healthcare. A lot of med device, digital health, and some biotech, but we're not doing as much mm -hmm. of those deals mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. And so that has pretty much come from our connections with TMC. How, how does a young company find you, or how do they apply to you, or how, do they, how, how does yeah. that work? Because you're so sort of in this middle space of not really an angel network, a little bit more of sort of advanced money. How, yeah. Right. It's, it's a process, okay. definitely, and it's a working okay. process, mm -hmm. and we're always getting together to try to think of ways to make this the best for the entrepreneurs and the best mm -hmm. for us for mm -hmm. with the amount of resources we have to look at deals. So right now, most of it comes from referrals, mm -hmm. and so we mm -hmm. have a really good relationship with the Houston Angel Network. Mm -hmm. We have a really good relationship with quite a few other entities in town, mm -hmm. and so we rely on them and some of the diligence that they do beforehand to push some deals up to us mm -hmm. whenever they're large enough or a better fit for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of sharing going on between our groups hmm. and we're trying to continue to push that. So a lot of yeah. us have gotten together, investors in the community and thought like, what can we do to help share these deals? Mm -hmm. So if they're not a fit for Goose, I can pass over to one of the other groups or vice versa. I love it. Um, website, how do people find Goose more information? GooseSocietyofTexas.com. Goose yes. Awesome. All right, Samantha, thank you so thank much you. for coming on the show. Sure. And that wraps up my discussion with Samantha Lewis, director of the Goose Society of Texas, and this is John Norby with HX TV.